I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Ooh, that's exciting. Hey, Ben, how are you? <laughs> hey, Ben. <laughs> Doing well. What about you? <laughs> Doing good, yeah. It's a, it's a Wednesday today. Usually we record on Thursdays. Yep, sorry. My fault. <laughs> Oh no no it's yeah it's not a problem it just means we have less things to talk about less things that have happened yeah that's over the true. last week I I do have crazy things going on again this week so I can't do Thursday ah <laughs> oh, man oh yeah living anyway. the, the busy life yeah <laughs> anyway I did get I did get a bit of bit of things done on both all around and true fans I'm jumping right in should I <laughs> yeah jump in. So I finally published another article on All Around today. Um, probably, probably better to see next week how that one went. <laughs> so after after the last yeah. one got picked up by the Google suggestion thing, I I don't think it's getting that much traffic, but I guess we'll see. Um, just a short one, so hope hope to get into the rhythm again. Um, Mm-hmm. And with true fans, I worked some more on the landing page. Started what I was talking about last week, basically trying to you know define those three use cases, and then put those tools that I have into the three use cases, and you know just try to make some sense <laughs> uh, out of all the things and uh, write some good copy. Hopefully that that you know people get why they would want to use it. Like what's the benefit uh, for that particular use case. Yeah. Made a nice little graphic that will be on the new uh, landing page. Um, yeah, but it didn't really work on the product side actually. So mostly just some thinking and doing the, making it pretty and sound good. <laughs> yeah. Was, so was the graphic the little thing that had like the dots kind of going down showing how the data is like coming through yeah yeah exactly basically like on the top for those who haven't seen it on twitter it's basically the three use cases then flowing into true fans and then spreading out uh to the modules again (laughs) yeah that's it's pretty cool it it looked pretty cool it's pretty easy to make actually like it's just really just some svgs and animating the offset there (laughs) But I think it okay. kind of helps to understand what what true fans is in a way, like you know, putting it together all in one, and then you got those tools to uh, to utilize. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like it's interesting and it's like a, a unique graphic that it will draw people's eyes, and then they'll they'll spend time looking at it, and then actually understanding true fans more just because of that, and then. Uh, before they know it they'll be like wow that's so beautiful i just want to kick that uh, <laughs> click that start trial button <laughs> yeah i mean even if they just you know even if it's just interesting enough for them to go one level deeper and click on either the use case or the modules that's a win in my book because then you know they start reading mm-hmm. at the bottom of the page there's a cross reference to something else and you know just get people into the funnel basically <laughs> yeah maybe i should get a graphic maybe <laughs> it sounds so good <laughs> well i heard you're you're about to hire somebody who knows how to make those <laughs> oh yes do you oh. <laughs> well i guess it depends on the graphic can you do uh like uh, a cartoon animation for me <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably not gonna be pretty but uh <laughs> <laughs> did you when you're this is kind of a tangent but when you were 
a little kid, did you uh, like find those like, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Blender, I think. it Yeah, Blender. That like free like 3D, 2D animation software. It was open source. Did you play around with that as a kid? Absolutely. Not, not just as a kid, actually. The, I think one of the versions of Playgroup, the landing page where I had those 3D modules, uh, models on there oh yeah i actually put them through blender as well so they you know I, I adjusted some of them and then just recently for uh, digital trouble.dev my kind of sort of freelance go there and look at my stuff site <laughs> um there's this deer uh particle animation and that actually stems from um an, a 3d model which was also exported and kind of modified through blender <laughs> so yeah i kind of know my wow. way around blender actually <laughs> that's pretty crazy yeah that's just hilarious because i feel like you know everyone who like grew up with a computer and was into maybe games or something like that like they tr they wanted to be a blender animator they wanted to create 3d <laughs> uh characters and stuff and i i that was me i i wanted to i never really <laughs> got good at it <laughs> yeah i think at least you dabbled in it right like everybody at least tried right. like hey what can i do with this <laughs> right so uh another blast to the past is i had a youtube channel and <clears throat> i i made some minecraft parodies videos <laughs> which were all the rage back when minecraft was was big all the the parody music parody videos and then i had some people well i i tried to do some of the renderings myself of like 3d animations uh and blender but then i had some other people help me with it um but that was you know that was me wanting to be that that 3d animator <laughs> oh i see yeah i mean youtube videos was kind of, i was kind of too too old for that i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, good times, good times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yes, you're making that awesome graphic and landing page stuff. Yep, and I, I guess apart from that, I was basically just dealing with boring businessy stuff. So I had actually had a meeting with an accountant again uh, last week. Oh, this week it is. Uh, <laughs> and for the first time ever, it feels like like he could be a great accountant. <laughs> like I actually felt that he <laughs> understands what I'm doing, like with the whole freelance invoicing. And he, you know, kind of mentioned that he will probably, well, he, he knows a way to, you know, get the pedal subscription stuff handled. Um, and so that was very promising. I'm going to meet with him again in three weeks and set everything up um, for their software, which which seems to be pretty simple. Like sometimes in, in Germany, at least, if you go to an account and they have a different system than you're using or you're not using any at all, but you're just, you know, just, just getting pedal receipts or whatever, that can be pretty cumbersome. Mm -hmm. But for them, it's pretty easy. They have an importer for the software that I'm using for my freelance invoicing and they can just get the CSV from pedal imported basically. So yeah. Sounds pretty great so far. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, that would be a so, first. <laughs> yeah, so can you can you explain a little more? Because I've never really used an accountant. So, so what do they do? What are they going to do exactly for you? Basically, taking care of my tax returns, making sure that everything is correct. Um, and starting next year, because in Germany we have this weird rule where you can basically earn up to, I think, 17 or 18K per year, 
without paying any taxes. Um, but then because I already, you know, <laughs> went way above that, like in the first three months of the year, just freelancing, not even counting the day job that I'm still holding, uh, that, that will definitely change or would put me in another category next year. And so there are stuff that there, there's yeah. stuff you need to prepare for that. And that also means I'll have to re report my taxes in advance, I think every month starting next year, and they can actually handle that for you, or at least help with that. Make sure that your invoices are correct and you don't mess up anything. <laughs> we have we have so many crazy laws, and you know it's just super helpful to have somebody you can call if there's a question, like even if it's just that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's definitely something I'm gonna have to probably do this year is have someone help us with our taxes because this year has been really weird for the different ways I've made money and yeah. so when you combine that all together there's just like so many different things to tie together um so yeah we're probably gonna have to do that uh but I definitely need to like I need to figure out how to handle like keeping like my books or whatever I think that's how they call it yep. <laughs> <laughs> keeping track of everything um just so it makes that easier i think is is kind of the whole point of that um so yeah i probably need to do something with that but i don't know exactly what that would look like so i probably need to figure that out yeah it, it might be as simple as just using a software that keeps but where you keep track of money coming in and what you're spending on i don't know hosting whatever that can then be you know yeah yeah it, it might be just that basically I think it gets interesting yeah. for like personal taxes when you have like invested and then sold it again in Bitcoin or whatever, <laughs> because then you got to pay tax on that, at least here. And oh, my God, like I, I don't even <laughs> I don't even know how to bring that all together. So I'm always glad if there's somebody I can at least ask some questions to. <laughs> yeah. And is that like expensive? Like, like, do you feel like it's expensive to have that person, that accountant person? Um I th hopefully it's, it's worth it in the end like hopefully you save some money in the long run with yeah the yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. so they can actually help you save more money and in the end it basically always turns out to to be good to have them because your returns will be bigger uh, so they do take it, it actually depends depending on how big the um how big their company is basically they might calculate higher rates or lower rates and uh, so, so the one I'm dealing with right now is actually kind of a smaller office. So they they actually apply really low uh, percentages and stuff. So yeah, that's really good for me. Um, and because I'm just a one-person company, <laughs> it actually fits perfectly for them as well. Uh, so they would probably not be interested nice. in a client that has like I don't know, hundred plus employees or I don't know, a thousand. <laughs> yeah. And how did you find them? I was actually a recommendation by my oldest friend who <laughs> who has an interesting situation because he owns an apartment and he is divorced and he you know it's kind of complicated for him just to make the personal tax uh, thing um, and he rec recommended them and I was like hey yeah I'm, I'm gonna check them out because I had so so much bad luck in in the past <laughs> where my account basically just ghosted me I think I mentioned that on the pod sometime um, yeah yeah, so I just got a better feeling with this one already. Um, and yeah, let's just hope it it it, it, it stays that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hope so. Cool. Well, the uh, the boring stuff that I mean, I guess it's boring stuff, but it's it's important. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're in the situation like us, 
it's kind of like, oh, good tidbits to know. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to take care of it. I don't know. For me, it's the boring part, but it, it, yeah, it's just part yeah. of the thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, any anything else top of mind? Yep. So one more thing that finally happened is that I um, talked with my employer, and I now know that. I'll be getting back my third day starting next month. So start of August. I'm basically unemployed. <laughs> not not really. <laughs> but fully fully freelance yes. um, status officially, finally. <laughs> um, nice. And yeah, I mean, it's still up to discuss how much money they will pay me then. It will basically feel like a race because I'll work one day less, but still earn more money. And so we we kind of talk like ballpark num- numbers, and it seems like what I will be making just of those two days will be enough to cover all the expenses like rent, uh, food, uh, cars, insurance, whatever, uh, and everything I earn on top of those two days is then yeah, it's just a bonus basically, which is super comfortable. It's like the best outcome. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just excited That's because cool. I already have. Have that third day that will free up now. Plan for a, for a new client, <laughs> um, and I'm excited to get that started. Sweet, that's perfect. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's a cool spot to be in for sure. You have yeah, control the, of your time. Yeah, exactly. But that's at the same time that's super hard to to navigate as well because I you know I allocated time for that third day already. Which leaves him with zero days for just project, right, or just product. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not really over committing. Um, I think actually maybe the Fridays could count as product days because I'm just working like three hours for the next month. Um, but then you and I are starting the contract, right? And then it's it's basically yep. <laughs> just Saturday, Sunday for product, which is okay for a while. And I think some of the contracts will at some point, you know, run out. Um, and then I can think about not finding another client for one of those days. Um, but yeah, right now it's pretty packed and I kind of like it that way, but it's also pretty hard right now to, and that's probably because I'm just starting out. It's kind of hard to figure out how much time do you want to spend on the products and just building true fans and how much time do you really want to give just to earn money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hard balance. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, with working on the products, it's more of like a, a long-term investment where yep. you're, you know, you're not necessarily seeing anything from it right now, but you could in the future... Yep. Um, but you don't know, but I, I feel like, um, which has been pretty cool. We, I mean, I feel like we have a pretty good track record now on this podcast with the, the things that we've both started. I think almost everything has turned out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> Cause, cause, yeah. Cause you've sold two of the things you started on this podcast <clears throat> and I've sold two things now. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yep. I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, that's true. I mean, I already had, <laughs> already had some folks asking to buy true fans, but you know, like I wouldn't sell it at that point, but I think, yeah, right. the, the odds are pretty high that you could at least sell it 
for for some money at some point um so yeah i, I do think even though it is a long-term play i i want to make the time for it i want to prioritize it again yeah it's probably more that I kind of have to find my way into this whole freelance thing right now and try to allocate time a little smarter uh, once that those first contracts might come to an end. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, definitely uh, good problems to sense. have. <laughs> yeah, good problems for, for sure. Um, well, in the, you just, yeah, you have the option, you have the ability to choose how you're spending your time i guess i guess you make that choice with each contract and then you're kind of locked in for that period of time i guess but then you get another opportunity to choose um so yeah it's you have you have more options than you did before and so yeah exactly do less yep yeah it's it's funny that those like diversifying basically having like multiple clients has so many upsides like you know it's time box basically the contract so you can reevaluate the the priorities afterwards it's also in a way safer for me because if i get fired from one of those clients <laughs> hypothetically uh, that is not as bad as if i was just working one job with one employer if they, if mm-hmm. they fired me that would be way worse now it doesn't really matter if one of those income streams goes away um so, so yeah, it's it's funny how that changes everything in a way. Yeah. So the another question: Do you think uh, that it's easier, or I guess, do you think that your time since now that you're doing like the freelancing stuff, do you feel like you use your time better than you did at the the, the at the day job? Yep. Funny enough, I think it is in all areas when i'm building the product i don't have enough time well not enough time (laughs) not not that much time at least um so i'm focusing more on actually getting the important stuff done and just you know just getting stuff done (laughs) um and also with the with the client work because i really like the product that i'm that i'm involved with um and i want to you know want to move the needle as much as possible there and so it's almost disappointing when you when like the eight hours one day come to an end and you haven't really made the progress that you wanted to. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely think mm-hmm. it's kind of the it's kind of a good pressure in in all areas, which is kind of yeah. funny. Uh, we had that come up a lot on the pod. I think that you know time and you know the, the more time you have, the more time you'll use, and that kind of right, is right. the case again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm trying to think like, okay, if I did go full time on Potion, what would the challenges then be of how I use my time? Would I be motivated more or would I just kind of like waste my extra time that I have? Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to like predict what I would do (laughs) in the future in that situation. so yeah, trying to think through like how you're handling it differently with your your changing schedule um, is kind of interesting. Yeah, I actually thinking thinking about the change from just having or like last year I did one day of product and then I reduced that to two days of product. And so I would say that one day of product and not working the day job is actually better than having two days because that was the stage where I was like, uh, so what I do with that extra day 
then I started freelancing at, <laughs> on that day. <laughs> you, you went to the beach. Yeah, I, I could have. Day. I could have. Yeah, I basically used it to decompress. It, it's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, right now I'm working more than the last one and a half or two years, but I'm still moving the needle in all those areas more than if I had more time. It feels like it's kind of strange, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how that, you know, once you get more of those days and you kind of change your schedule with the the, the freelancing um, that you have, how, uh, how you'll kind of change your schedule throughout that period. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sweet. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's all for me. <laughs> cool. So yesterday, um, I was thinking this is this is how you build a calm company. I I bought a used paddleboard. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Can't can move too fast. I on thought those. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have like a, a lake that's like a half mile from our house. And so I've seen some people on like paddle boards and things on there. And I was like, ooh, I think that'd be fun. I've just gone on a paddle board. Paddle boards where you kind of like stand on it. Um, I've just been on those a couple times and they're fun. And yeah, I just feel like that that's how you have a relaxing time when you know you're stressed and uh, you can just go out on the paddle board um, and, uh, be in nature and, uh, just slowly go floating on the water. It's like, okay, this is, this is what I can do in the future now. <laughs> yep. Just, just almost like Mark Zuckerberg did the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like how I'm yeah. imagining it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, that was pretty good. That, uh, that image of him on that. Those are, I don't even know what those boards are called. It's like they have their own propeller and then they like float over the yep. water. They're pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's um, not so calm. <laughs> yeah, not as calm. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a calm time. So I'll definitely have to be using that here in the future um, to try to get my brain away from all the, the business stress. Yeah, sounds like fun. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's see, other than that, uh, yeah, I feel like I haven't gotten a ton done this last week. Um, basically, there's just so many things happening at once um, that are taking my time, like, um, you know, my day job stuff and then support man, transferring that over, still working on that. And I think we're, we're getting really close to being done with all that. Um, I think there was like 20 checkboxes in Notion that I had to do. And I think there's only like three more to-dos Ooh, on there. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> um, and the two last ones that I'm working on, um, one should hopefully finish today is basically transferring the Slack app over to him. Um, so that then he, you know, he owns the Slack app and stuff like that. And then the last one is moving my Chargebee customers, um, from Stripe over to his Stripe account. Um, cause Stripe kind of backs the Chargebee customers. And so he can he can continue to have the same Chargebee account, which is kind of nice because it handles all the subscriptions and stuff. Um, but then he just needs to move over, you know, the, the money side into his Stripe account instead of mine. Um, and so basically just waiting on the Chargebee support for that. Um, 
but yeah, those are kind of the last things. Uh, but yeah, definitely took some some time, um, like making videos and transferring over all the accounts, um, and was just trying to do that as quick as possible so I could get back to working on Potion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, been doing that this last week, and uh, yeah, just like a few things here or there with Potion, but not but not much. Um, so yeah, not really a ton to talk about there. Um, but I did want to talk about just cause it's something I've been thinking about and, and starting to think like, okay, how can I make this better is churn. Um, so yeah, churn and potion. Um, it's decently, I don't know. It's decently high. Um, so let's see here. These are the metrics for the last like five months. Um, so in March churn was 30%. So pretty high that month. That, mm-hmm. Who knows what that would have been because that would have been back when I didn't have many customers and, um, you know, maybe it was like some people playing around with it or helping me and they were never really going to use it or whatever. Um, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like there's so many few people where it's like one person that churns extra could actually have a big it's like fifty you know, percent churn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And then April it was six percent, so a lot better. And then basically since then it's now been pretty steady at around twelve percent um, for the last couple months, which is you know it's a little bit higher than I'd want. I think ten percent would be kind of like, I mean I think. What I've heard, at least in SaaS, is people want you to have under 10% churn, uh, typically. Um, I do think, at least the market I'm in right now, like having a little higher churn probably makes sense with this kind of product, just because it's you know it's it's founders, it's people starting businesses or creating kind of their first sites, and so there's just more churn that goes on there. Um, so I think it kind of makes sense, but I think I can definitely make this a little bit better. And so, yeah, I'm trying to think about the ways to do that. Uh, and so I have I have this uh, auto automated email where, you know, when someone cancels, it sends them an email. It's like, hey, why'd you cancel? Your feedback would be really helpful to me yep. um, as I try to make Potion better. And I actually have a surprising number of people that fill that out and answer it. Um, and I, I actually had... This was just yesterday. Yeah, I had someone that wrote like a couple paragraphs and then <laughs> they made a video. They made like a three minute loom video, like showing things. And okay. like, yeah, this is what wasn't as good for me. I was like, okay, this is, <laughs> that's pretty nice. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, so that was good. Um, so yeah, that's that's been pretty helpful because I feel like those those emails have definitely helped me gauge like the reasons um and and obviously i feel like those you know the people that respond to that it's probably a little bit skewed because i would guess you know if you're going to reply to an email like a cancel email like that you most likely i don't know have at least something positive to say about the product and you liked it in some way or the timing just didn't work out for you or something like that because i feel like that's a lot of what i'll get is i'll get people that are like uh yeah like i really liked it maybe i'll come back i just didn't really have a great reason to keep using it right now um or like i'm not launching my product yet like i get lots of lots like that 
Um, I'll get a few where it's like, this doesn't, you know, fulfill my complete use case. Like I, I need, I'm, I basically am deciding to kind of build it myself or do some customizations that I need. Um, I get some things like that. Um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's kind of a lot of what I'm seeing, which is, I guess it's more of like on the positive end where it's like, um, there's maybe not a ton I could have done anyways, uh, to, to stop that churn. Uh, cause it just, you know, it, with their situation or whatever, um, where my guess is that there's more people that are like, uh, oh, I don't like this. Um, and they just don't really respond to those emails cause, um, people don't like to tell you bad things <laughs> about your product. <laughs> yeah. Most do. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, what do you, what do you think? What do you think, uh, I should try to do with this? So I have, trend, I have a bunch of thoughts, uh, but also a question before I go into that, which would be okay. like, what's, what's one of all like, is there like a trend that you can see? Like what's the most, you know, sad reason to, to cancel? Like, is there something with the product that stands out that you could, you know, change? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I still think that the the main reason is <clears throat> that people would churn. Well, this is especially for people that just don't uh, finish the trial. Um, but I think the the main reason is still that people aren't getting all the way through, like the people that don't get all the way through and create a site. Because um, if I look at those numbers, like those percentages dwindle by the time that people that actually got their DNS set up, which is kind of like the probably the hardest part. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not having people that are responding to that email that, oh, I didn't actually get it set up. Um, but that would be my guess that that's what's happening. Cause it's like, okay, if they didn't, they didn't have the, the, uh, effort to set it up, they're probably not going to have the effort to reply back to that email either. Um, ah, so yeah. <laughs> that's still my guess. Um, and, and my data, you know, like I have a funnel that kind of shows, basically the whole onboarding process. And that's, you know, there's, a, that's definitely a drop off there that people that actually get that site completely all the way done. Um, so that's what my, I think is the main reason. Um, but you know, there could be all kinds of reasons yep, that yep. could impact that reason of why they don't get there. Um, yeah, that's true. And so, so basically there's a lot of, and, and so that's what, what I'm thinking is like basically pushing more towards activation getting them to create that first site um, is like the best thing I can do to make this churn better. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. That's basically what I was thinking. One other thought that I had is the product hunt launch. Is that like, is that like the first month where they could have canceled after that? <laughs> because they might skew the um, numbers big time. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little bit. I, I don't feel like I've seen a huge change in the numbers, though. Um, so it doesn't seem like it affected it that much. Um, but yeah, this, I think that, yeah, that was like six weeks ago. So yeah, that probably is like the first month or so that people from the product hunt launch um, would be able to cancel and churn and stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, that just makes sense that some of them, you know, might have second thoughts or like, hey, maybe it's not right yet so you know um but yeah right about the activation though i think that's definitely a good idea where you could proactively 
maybe even send out like i think i mentioned that before like send out an email sequence or even just one email like if like have some kind of logic inside your application maybe even that just sends a one-off email like after one week when somebody signed up or paid for it but has not created or connected the custom domain sent them an email like hey uh it's been a week you haven't set up the dns do you need help do you need help like you know get on a call with me right now <laughs> um or, or whatever you know just yeah try that's to, a really good idea try to nudge them in case uh they have not set up the dns thing because yeah it's it i would also guess like my gut feeling would also be that if they do that they are more involved with the whole thing and more likely to stay um so that could already be like a really good first step and it's not too hard i would i would guess to to set that up right yeah yeah i could do that pretty easily that's that's a really good idea because yeah i do have like triggered emails based on some of the different things that they do within um the app but i don't have yeah that specific one where it's like after a period of time and they still haven't gotten to this point let them know that's yeah I, I like that i need i definitely should do that and that's yeah that's like one of those things where it's like a very simple thing that could have a big uh percent in return um, yeah for sure so yeah i think it's i don't know if you should try other things at the same time it might be might be kind of fun to just do this one thing and see how it goes and how it affects the churn over the next one or two months. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. what, what else could you do? I, I don't really know. Um, like, let's let's, well, so one let's of the try to think of I'm other thinking... reasons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, one of the big things I'm thinking of doing is basically just taking a step away in the onboarding process because it's like, okay, if you just make that easier, just take that whole thing away. Um, so I'm thinking of, instead of letting them, basically the first setup being they have to set up a custom domain to, to kind of get their site up and going, is they just set up a subdomain of potion.so and they're not even, they don't even have the option to set up a custom domain until they've basically seen their site on their subdomain and kind of been able to see some of the value of the website. And then they can go in and, oh, I actually want to add a custom domain to this and set it up there instead of the potion subdomain. Um, And it would just take out the whole step of, oh, you have to go to your DNS and uh, do this thing that you probably haven't done for two years and don't know how to do. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I actually thought it is that way already so that you basically go through it, you're thrown on the the subdomain automatically, and then you can connect the the subdomain the, the the real domain yeah i think that would make a lot of sense actually <laughs> because it <laughs> yeah, is like yeah, it is the not... biggest friction point in the entire process right and if you can just make that either right. optional or just remove it completely yeah i think that would make a big difference actually <laughs> yeah so i think that's something i should probably do uh very soon um because yeah literally all they would have to do to set up their website then is choose their subdomain put in their public notion URL and then like wait, you know, three minutes for their website to be built. And then voila. (laughs) Yep. And in those three minutes, they could either watch a helpful video or get an email that they can read. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, but I mean, you 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 could do three minutes. (laughs) I mean, you could probably even do both, right? Like make, make the step optional, but still check a week later if they connected it, because you know that if they do, 
they're more likely to stay because then they have their domain connected. It just feels like it's more of a set in stone thing <laughs> than you know just using yeah. the subdomain where they might be just test driving. Right. Yeah, and I think I'd want to have something where they're setting that when they are setting the potion subdomain that says like, "Hey, you can you can set up a custom domain later." But like just so that they know like that, you know, that is still, you know, a functionality, a capability of this cuz that's what um, you know, most people want. Like that's a lot of some of the reason they're coming to potion is they want that custom domain. Um and so, yeah, if I can just let them still know that okay, that's coming later. Uh, hopefully that yeah. is good enough to to make yeah you, you could also think about re like reordering the steps right and make the last one be the one where you connect the domain and like make make it obvious that it's optional so you're basically done and there's confetti all over but you can still go one step further and have like the, the domain connected right now um yeah definitely like that's definitely a good lever to pull i would say yeah yeah cool well now i have some uh some uh, tools in my tool belt I can throw <laughs> at this problem of churn. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Um, let's see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I really have anything else to, to chat through. Um, other than, oh, yeah, an idea. I think I sent you this link. I think it'd be fun if we uh, have people send in questions and they could record themselves saying a question. Um, I think there's like a little tool that we can use that makes that really easy. And then we could even like have it on the, uh, the podcast and then we could answer some questions. Yep. Sending, sending it in via audio and then we, we can answer it here. That sounds like a fun, fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know, you know, with podcasts, it's just weird. Cause it's like every week we're just talking to each other and then there's all these like people listening in on it and Sometimes I just want to know what they're thinking, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like w when I said that thing or you said something, I wonder what all of them were like, if they're like, oh, yeah, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, or, face um, <laughs> Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you never know on this side of the mic. Um, and so maybe these questions will help us get a little bit of an idea <laughs> what people are thinking. Yeah, I think it's it's actually funny when somebody DMs me on Twitter or wherever. I'm almost overly thankful. Like, hey, this is so so great. Even if you hated it, <laughs> like I just like hearing from y'all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's still weird to me to think that people are listening to us talk about random stuff. Um, it was funny because last week there was like a little like family get together kind of thing, um, and I went and my brother-in-law was like hey i listened to your last podcast i was like what <laughs> oh <laughs> it's like i i didn't know you even knew about that i had a podcast <laughs> well so that's, that was kind of yeah, cool that's... and then <laughs> huh yeah i don't think yeah, anybody have... anybody around here Sorry, go ahead. listens to it <laughs> You, you can go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I just... I, I'm sorry. I, I, just, I was just saying that I don't think anybody I know listens to it, but it could also be kind of cool because then you can actually talk to to your family about it, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to spread the word. You got to tell them, hey, you got to listen to this. You, I, I, I would bet that you haven't told anyone that you even have a podcast. They're just like, oh, you, you do this? <laughs> no, my, no if, I mean, a few people know, but they're like, yeah, but it's in English, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> ah, yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, I guess that's another layer, another problem that I haven't had to, to, to deal with. Yep. <laughs> Uh, anyways, well, we will put that link in the show notes to that little tool where you can send us some a question. Uh, that would be fun. Uh, so, yes, yeah, send us a question. We'd love to talk about it. Uh, but otherwise, we will talk to you guys in another episode. See you next week.